Welcome to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur Podcast, where we cover all things mom entrepreneur from idea to empire. I'm Angela Bell, mom, wife, serial entrepreneur, and general lover of all things pink and sparkly. I firmly believe that moms make the best entrepreneurs, and the best way to be the queen of your mom life is by creating time and financial freedom through your own business. Big or small, we are going to talk about them all. Let's get started, shall we? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur Show. I am so happy to have you all here today to meet my amazing guest. Um, Our special guest today is Tracy Jeske. Tracy is the director of En Vogue Stylist and a top international personal stylist. She's Italy's style icon and a best-selling author. She helps women uh, 50 and over level up their glamour game and unapologetically create and live their best and most stylish second act ever. No stranger to wrapping it up for winter, Tracy was actually born and raised here in Canada which is where I'm from, uh, before establishing her stylish Stiletto T Sharp brand in Italy, where she has been living for the last 20 years. Blending Italian La Dolce Vita and her flair for fashion and style, Tracy takes her personal life experiences living in Australia, working in Dubai, London and abroad, overcoming an eating disorder and her experience of over 30 years in the fashion industry to help women find their unique style, be bold, stand out in a crowd, looking and feeling fabulous in every season of their life. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, Angela. Oh, this is wonderful. So little background, I've probably known Tracy for a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, every time I see her, she looks this fabulous. <laughs> so Tracy, why don't you start by telling us a little bit more about um, yourself and, and what you do? All right, hon. Well, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm so grateful to be here. So yes, as she, as Angela was telling you, I've been in the fashion industry for over 30 years. And in those 30 years, I've seen so many transformations in so many women's lives. And I've learned along the years about how much, and I've just, it confirms me when I work with each client, how style and fashion is not frivolous or superficial. You know, I suffered from an eating disorder, Um, for 20 years, for over 20 years, from my late teens to my late 30s. And, you know, style and fashion was the one thing that probably saved my life, as crazy as that may sound, because you may think that an eating disorder and the fashion industry are, you know, the worst enemies. But in my case, and, you know, it was my armor, my style is what literally helped me get through some of those really, really dark periods, because it was the only time that I felt actual joy in in what I did. Mm -hmm. And I see that in women over and over again. And I knew that if I let myself play the part of being sick and look sick, I wouldn't be here. Every time I walked out of that door, every time I went anywhere, I made sure I was dressed and I looked like this from head to toe. So I would tell myself, you've got this, you're not sick, you're not sick, don't let that enter into your head. And you know, my eating disorder was also a way of me from hiding. I didn't want, I had dreams and I had goals and I was too afraid to follow them. So my eating disorder was like my crutch, it kept me hidden. So when I finally overcame it, I literally made a promise to God and myself that I would no longer hide and I would help other women, maybe not with eating disorders, 
But as women age, we feel like we are not worthy, at least I saw over and over again, to be seen and to be heard. And because we don't have the body that we did when we were 30, you know, we're moms, things are starting to move south, that, you know, we're not as beautiful and, and wonderful as we were when we were younger. And, you know, age is just a number and it should never define how we dress, look or feel. I love that. I do. I do. I have to say, you know, in my, as I'm now in my forties, um, I definitely relate to a lot of that because I, when I was younger, I loved, you know, short skirts, flare, frill, you name it, like big color, big everything. And then as I got older, especially when I was in my late thirties, working in a male dominated industry of food manufacturing, I wore black mm -hmm. every day, mm -hmm. long pants, black shirts. Mm -hmm. And it was my way of trying to be someone else, not be a girl, first of all, not be pretty, not be feminine. You know, yeah. And to be taken seriously, which is in my honest opinion, really overrated. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, you know, and it's not actually until my kids got a bit older that I really started and by older, I mean, you know, got to be five, six and seven that I really thought, Oh, maybe I kind of want to be fun and yeah. frilly and colorful. Yeah. So I love that. So, yeah, it is true. And I think that, you know, for us women, as we age, there are so many rules of what we should or should not wear. And, you know, you can tell me a rule. Maybe I'll give you help when I'm working with my clients and I give them suggestions based on their body silhouette or their colors. And that I get is not written in stone. If you tell me that you want to wear blue and you're not, you know, maybe it's not the right color. I say, go for it. If you feel good in it, do it. But if you give me a rule because of my age, I'm definitely going to break it. And I think that also is what women struggle with because when they go on the internet, when they look at things, there it's just, as we age, the rules get to be more and more and they're ridiculous at our age. We're not at my, my age, I'm not supposed to wear skirts. I shouldn't show my knees. Like really, who even looks at your knees when you're walking down the street? Do you look at a woman's knees when she's got a skirt no. on? I don't at all. So am if I I'm not looking down? It's usually to see her shoes. Yeah, you know exactly. Honest. Yeah, you know you might look at her shoes, but not at her knees. And you mm -hmm. know, am I not supposed to wear a bathing suit because I'm not supposed to show my knees? Like all we can wear if we follow the rules are khaki pants and white shirts, which I don't have any problem with, but let's come on like let's have a little bit of fun and fashion and style should be fun it's gotten to be too serious i think that's also part of it you know it is it's fun it's a way of expressing ourselves and letting that inner us come out and show the world who we are and who we want the world to see us as mm -hmm. no i agree i agree and so can you tell us a little bit about how you were able to, you know, as a mom, when you were really getting your business going, how were you able to build and design a business around something you're so passionate about? Well, I think for one, I mean, it is difficult to balance. It's not an easy thing that you can do because you do have to sacrifice your time with your kids. It's, it's normal. But, you know, I think it's also explaining to your children why you're doing what you're doing. And I really believe that when your kids see you happy, your mm -hmm. kids just want you to be happy like you want your kids to be happy. But I really made sure that I organized my day. 
And, you know, organization, I think, is the most important thing because you block that and you, and, you know, and you honor that time. Like I always honor the time with my kids in the evening. My kids are older now, but when they were younger, I always made sure, even if in my head I'd be watching a movie, I'd be thinking, oh my goodness, I should be responding to my client. Oh my goodness, I should be doing that. But I made sure that those two, two hours, you know, and it's not a matter of quantity. It's a matter of quality. So mm-hmm. when you're with your kids, you put your phone away. When you're with your kids, you don't answer your phone or you don't get on your computer you are focused and you are in the moment and that's what your kids want you know if you're sitting at the table with them and you're answering messages or you're like half listening to them and my children know that because they'll like to ask me questions like huh yeah yeah and they'll be then they'll answer back to me like oh yeah 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 mom and then I put my phone down because I know yeah. that I'm not concentrating with them so you know it's booking that time out for them and then showing them and saying you know what your mom wants you to have the best life ever. So if you're my, and that's why I'm doing this, I'm doing this for you. It's for me, but it's also for you to show you also what you can do with your life, that you don't have to follow the status quo. And that if you have a dream in your heart, doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can have whatever you want in this life. Amazing. Yeah, I think that I think that's so important because I think there's a lot of pressure being put on moms now mm-hmm. to be around all the time and not and not be there's the focus isn't on the quality, it's on the quantity. And so you get exhausted moms that are kind of scrolling their phones just looking for a break. Yeah. And really it's the quality and, and your kids actually benefit from seeing you go out and, and pursue your dreams. And it teaches them so much about resilience, about perseverance, about, you know, inspiration, different things like that. And, you know, it's actually quite good for the relationship because you don't grow to resent them. You don't become dependent on them. You've got your own interests and stuff. So, and how has, how has working in fashion served you while your kids were growing up? Well, I think, you know, fashion in the, it's obviously I've even like that has gone into my, my child's, like my children love fashion and style too. So it's kind of rubbed off on them, Mm -hmm. but I think it's given me also the flexibility to be able to create my own hours and to be able to, 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 to be my own boss and work in my own time, to be able to create those moments for me and then cut it out for them. So, and I love, I mean, the fashion for me is an expression of myself. So when I help another woman with their style and I help them feel good about themselves, then as a reflection, it inspires me and it makes me feel so much better as a mom. So, you know, for me, it's, it's my passion. I mean, if you asked me to cook dinner or start be a cook, I'd be like, oh my God, no, thank you. I can't. <laughs> That is something I'm very honest about. And being a, an Italian wife is such an insult. Oh, my goodness. It's not even funny. Yeah. But, you know, when you were saying about the moms being under pressure about being with their kids, I got judged all the time. I actually lost a lot of friends because I come from a very small village. And when they saw me going off and traveling and being in Dubai and being here, I was criticized a lot. Like mm-hmm. she should be at home with her kids. Look at her. And, you know, when you have teenagers, they kind of, they do teenager things, you know, and it wasn't because I was away. It's because, you know, my, they have to go on their own path and they have to try and fall and get up. I mean, we all did it. It wasn't because my mom wasn't around. So I think, you know, just not blaming ourselves is so important. It's hard to do, but, you know, 
eliminate what's going on around you and ask your kids. And if your kids see you happy, like I said before, they're my number one fans. They literally mm-hmm. have always been. And I'm like that for them. That's amazing. So do you find that because your focus is on helping people embrace, you know, who they are and live authentically, that it's allowed you to kind of be, uh, give them the freedom and space they needed to move through their ages and stages of life? Absolutely. Like my son, you know, he moved to Canada from Italy to study. After a year, he told me, I don't want to study anymore. and I don't care. He has to be happy. And now he's working in the fashion industry and he's actually working in Calgary in the same area where I used to work. He's kind of like, it's like seeing myself and I absolutely love it. I'm so happy. And he's the happiest he has ever been. Like I've never seen him so satisfied, so fulfilled. And I know that he's creating the life of his dreams. And my daughter, she expresses herself through fashion. She's the opposite of me. She Mm -hmm. is Miss Black. I'm Miss Pink, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. because I dressed her in pink so much when she was a little girl, she's trying to find her own space. And she's like saying, Mom, I'm not you. I am me. Black hair. She's got beautiful blue eyes. So, I mean, it looks wonderful on her, but she is like night and day. And that's okay. You know, I love Mm -hmm. that about her. I love her stepping into her own power and being who she wants to be. And it, 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 you know, even... She had, you know, girls nowadays want to have blonde hair. She went black on me. And I even noticed a difference in her. She started wearing makeup. She made sure her hair was perfectly done. She started dressing nicer because she started to walk in to being the girl that she wanted to be. And so it's also part of her taking care of herself even more than what she did before. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to the black phase. That was a long phase in my life too. Um, and I, I find black easy, to be honest. You, you don't match it wrong. It's black with black. Yeah, black is black. <laughs> when, you're, when you're, you know, starting out, it's good. But um, as age, black is a color that is very severe for us. Mm-hmm. So it can actually draw out the, you know, and if we are, depending on our hair and our eyes and our skin tone, if we are a very low contrast person and we wear black and white, that's very high contrast mm-hmm. and it will exhaust you. So you'll be, you'll come to the end of the day and you'll be so tired and you won't even know why. Color has such an effect on how we feel. So it's also really important to think about what we're wearing because what we're wearing, it's everything's energy and it mm-hmm. will all affect how we feel. So that's why also for us older, when we age, you know, our skin changes, it becomes duller. So the more severe colors we wear, the duller our skin will look. Ah, that's really interesting. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. I'm, I'm adding more color to my work. Yeah, you are a low contrast. So you, <laughs> when you're dressing, that's what we got to make sure that you're, we're, we're maintaining that. I mean, not that you can't ever do that, but you wouldn't want to be somewhere where you know you need to have a lot of energy and if you're wearing something that's going to drain it from you you want to make sure that it's the opposite so that's just Mm -hmm. for today even for your viewers that makes sense i like that so tracy tell me a bit about i mean in the fashion industry i imagine it's got to be a pretty daunting place sometimes i mean you're surrounded by beautiful things and beautiful people though so Did you ever experience imposter syndrome as you were making your way or? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's human. I think we all do. And I still do today. Like it's normal. But I mean, obviously, I'm I, you know, I really think it through. And I just know that when that imposter comes in, that's when I get that voice in my head that says, who do you think you are? You know, and even scrolling through Instagram, you see these, you know, these women who are per- they likely have the perfect lives and, you know, everything is just yeah. wonderful. And then I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, I don't have that. I'm not doing that. I didn't get that client. Like, look at her. She's working with this top-notch celebrity, the Kardashians or whatever. And, you know, I just like, you know what, we all have our own path. We're all meant to do something, you know, and I really, you know, I don't care if you believe in God, Buddha, whoever, but there is a higher power, power that has a plan for us. And when we're in that moment where we're feeling like we shouldn't be or we're not as good, that I think is our ego or the enemy trying to hold us back. And it's a sign to me that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because somebody, something wants to hold me back. So for me, it's also a sign that I say, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And yes, I can. And I just go through it anyways. And when I'm done, I always feel so much better, but it is true. I mean, imposter syndrome is so, so difficult to get through sometimes, but it, it's normal. And we have to realize that celebrities have that. You know, I have a friend who, who was on Broadway and she, you would think she was the most confident woman in the world. And she said to me, every time she went on on stage, she just felt like she was nobody, that she couldn't do it. But if you look at her, you think, oh my goodness, she just rocks that stage so well. So it's normal. It's human. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Um, so do you have any, any tips that you could share um, with the audience. Um, my audience is typically women who are, you know, between the ages of 35 and 47, let's say. Uh, moms, usually younger children, trying to get their business started. What can they do to feel fashionable or express their style, lift themselves up that's not going to involve a lot of time or money? Okay. So the easiest, I have a formula that is so easy to follow and it really will help you. First of all, I would like to say, I know it's difficult when you're a mom with little kids because you need your rest and that I I want to honor. I don't want some mom to think she has to, you know, she just gets her baby to sleep and she has to wake up two hours later and do all this. But if your kids are a little older and you can cut that time out in the morning, give yourself an hour, you need a morning routine. You really need Clothing is energy. Everything is energy around us. And if we wake up frumpy and grumpy, we're going to choose that exact look that's going to follow through. So try to listen, learn, and move. You know, thank God who, or whoever it is that you're here. Listen to something that inspires you. Move 20, 15, 20, 20 minutes. And, you know, just really read something that, you know, you... It's just to be inspired. Just get your energy level up. So when you get to your wardrobe, you're ready to choose something that's just going to rock your day. Another what, another suggestion that's really easy that you can do, when you choose an outfit, there's a, there's a formula. So it's a three-step thing. So you choose a neutral, a pop, and a statement piece. So let's say you choose a pair of jeans. Choose something that is a pop. So something that people will remember you by. It can be a, a printed top or a colorful, something that pops out and everyone sees. So create, put on a hot pink top. And then your statement piece, maybe a beautiful earrings. So I think women forget to accessorize. And mm-hmm. you can literally change a look so many times, three or four times just by your accessories. So put on some fun accessories. 
bracelets. You know, I love bracelets, earrings. Mm -hmm. Don't forget that. Or you could do the opposite, a white blouse, put on a pop of colored pants, you know, and then put on your statement shoes or whatever. So, and that is just such an easy way for women to not have to overthink it. Neutral pop and a statement piece. I like that. I'm just going through my head and thinking of how I could incorporate that into my morning. Um, is it possible to do too much of one or the other or, or, or any of the three components? Like if you have, you know, bigger earrings, because I kind of wear these every day. So I don't really consider them statement. For me, they're just my everyday earrings. Yeah, no. Statement would be more something that people would really, really notice and they'd be like, wow. So like, you know, big jeweled earrings, like, you know, I've got this scarf on. So obviously my earrings are going to be a little bit less, you know, and also if you've got something really busy going on in your top, it's that's overpowering enough. So you don't need to have the big earrings. But if you look at Iris Afel, like just look at her and does she ever look out of place and she wears everything so it's also based on the personality so if you're one of those like if you did iris afel's look on maybe somebody like oprah it wouldn't work you right. know so everybody has their own personality and, and you have to be able to pull it off and it has to be very authentic and that's where i think women get into trouble because they copy you know, mm -hmm. they see somebody and they copy the look 100%. Instead, you have to realize who you are and what comes natural to you. So for you, Angela, I think those earrings, I wouldn't really see you with a lot of really big jewelry. Mm -hmm. I see you more like that because it goes more with your personality. They are statement pieces, but it's more you. Maybe I would just add a necklace, you know, yeah. something around your neck and then get a couple of bracelets on. But that's who you are. Mm -hmm. You have to, and that's another thing. Like we have to really understand your personality. It's a really important part of, of your style journey and your know, style's mm -hmm. a journey. It's not a destination. So it's always right. evolving. And as we grow older, our style evolves as well. Okay. I like that. I like that. Wonderful, Tracy. Well, I do have to ask what, what book are you reading for inspiration? Uh, I'm, I'm reading the Bible right now, believe it or not. I'm awesome. like, that is my inspiration book. And I really do love Think and um, Think and Go Grow Rich. That is another Bible. That the Bible. That is another book. It's like my Bible as well. Mm -hmm. So that those are my two books that I'm reading right now. Great. Wonderful. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for making time for us today. Before we go, is there anywhere you would like to direct our viewers? Do you have, I know you've got an ebook. That, would um, that you have, where can they find that? You can find it on my Instagram in my link tree. So it's my Instagram is Tracy Jeske Official, T-R-A-C-I-J-E-S-K-E Official. And in my link tree, there is, get it, it's my 10 must-haves for your wardrobe. Once you start out with this, these are things that you need in your wardrobe. And I'm sure you already have them, but they are the 10 must-haves. And you can intermix those with whatever you have and create so many looks get those 10 pieces mix and match it's not and it makes your wardrobe so much easier this is how you start and then you grow from there so it's such an important ebook to get in you know to read and have amazing and if someone were interested in booking a consult with you can they do that on your instagram as well you can do that on my Instagram. I have a free, I, for your viewers, I have a free 30-minute style review and on my website at www.envokestylist.com. Perfect. Tracy, as always, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us today.
Thank you, Angela. You take care and ciao tutti. Thank you for listening to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave a review and tell the other mompreneurs in your life. We rise faster when we work together. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future episodes. You can follow me, Angela Bell, on Instagram and Facebook at i.am.angelabell and visit my website at angelabell.ca. Until next time, remember, the woman you see when you look in the mirror is exactly what a successful entrepreneur looks like.